Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are here. We are the Man in the Cannon podcast, and I'm behind the boards. I am Hooch, and we're here with Mr. Locon. Mr. Locon coming at you, not live, from the D-Gen Den. What's up, everybody? Good to be back. We also got Frank. What's going on, everybody? And not behind the boards tonight, but here it's tour in the uh, flesh. Uh, in the flesh. I love the nights when I'm not behind the boards. They, I'm actually not behind the boards for a, a hot minute for a while now. So uh, yeah, he, uh, tour is in his off season where he just gets to speak. <laughs> yeah, he gets to speak words. Let it flow, I still baby. drink Let it just flow. as much, and he lets uh, everybody <laughs> else do the dirty work. Yeah, that's right. The boards. That's and right. That it's a beautiful me. thing. It is hooch and Mr. Locon. I feel like we suck. All right, I'm trying not to, like, before the show, we were talking, and I'm like, guys, can we please try to make this, how how are we not going to make this just a complete bitch fest about, you know, what we've seen on the ice so far, because I'm already, like, I'm just so depressed about everything right now, like, I've been on this weird diet for the past 20 days, been trying to do the whole 30 with some of my friends, and today and my mood and i'm just like you know what screw it i, I i'm drinking some beer today so so I broke cheers the, i broke the cheers to the everybody diet, man first cheers. beer in 20 days cheers 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 let's go jack logan went 20 days i went roughly 34 hours <laughs> uh started getting the shakes hey i'm back you're so, gonna get the real mr locon in the flesh it's happening and now this is, this is uh, we're i'm a little i'm a little deep ish so uh, i feel i feel pretty good i'm ready to get this show rolling again thanks everybody for coming back for week three we're coming at you again with the hottest takes the best information baby wherever you want to get your columbus blue jackets information you can get it right here on the man in the canon podcast we so, gotta cut him off the heavy stuff he's gotta <laughs> get over the bush line like no, way, I no, way, no way baby <laughs> hey all right boys hey it's been a week we had four games how are we starting this off? Jackets pick up three out of eight points, okay? So, yeah, we're like, last week, we're like, seven would be great. Like, we're like, seven would be fantastic. <laughs> like, six would be even better. Yeah, you can just throw everything that we set out the window because we obviously, we have no idea what we're talking about. No, I'm just kidding. There were there were some things that we, we might have been right about, but, man, one thing that we have not been right about so far is the way this team has been playing. Yeah, to kind of summarize this this up, Torts said it best. It's been sloppy, just, sloppy, just sloppy all around. I I've, I just have seen so many pucks being passed into people's skates and not to their stick. You know, turnovers in the neutral zone, turnovers in the defensive zone. We're not we're not putting the puck on sticks in the offensive zones. Domi's throwing the puck away in the offensive zone, left and right. Yeah, I don't know. It's just. Um, I, I look at these these first four games and I, I, I'm struggling to to find anything exciting or or where or, where or, we can't even finger point like where it's, are the it's stars? just a yeah. it's just a consistency of where a have long, you gone? <laughs> yeah where's everybody at so. we're we're looking for anybody and anybody to just spark like, the team spark the team like Boone Jenner's tried. Jenner's looked okay. Like he's actually flying around out there. He's got himself actually a couple of pretty nice goals. You know, a couple good shots by Boone Jenner on a breakaway, and then against Detroit the other night, a nice little snipe over the glove. Um, you know, I thought it was a good. I thought I thought he's been playing well. Texier's been somewhat encouraging. You know, Texier's had a couple of great games. He's got three goals. I, I think if you know, I don't it's know. They, very fast. They they've credited Liam Foody and Alex Texier with that goal three different times now. So I don't really know whose goal it is. Who, who Just give it to both. Foody, at this point. Foody said he felt the puck. You know, Texier's Re- looked, regardless, that lines looked great. Yes, absolutely. Texier's Texier's been giving us some pretty decent minutes. But, Jesus, aside from those guys, who else has looked good? Has anybody looked good? And if, if they haven't looked good, have they looked bad? There's a lot, there's a lot that's looked bad. I mean, like, because we're, we're looking for star play from Cam Atkinson. We're not getting it. We're looking for, uh, we're no. looking for star play from Max Domi. We're not getting it. We're looking for star play from Grigor Ranko. Seth Jones and Zach Wawrinski. Zach Jones, awful, terrible. Exactly. Power play. We're back on the same foot that we left off on the last couple seasons. Just our passing, staying steady at last. Yeah, cannot pass. 
across the ice. It looks horrible. Um, it's just it's some ugly hockey to watch. All honestly. right, and we promised ourselves we weren't going to go down this road. So take me like, on a different path. So honestly, like what we've seen that's been good though is the guys that can fly. Right, the Eric Robinsons. Eric Robinsons look good. Liam Foodies looked pretty good. Uh, yeah. tech, like we said, Texier. You know, he's he's kind of flying around out there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've got some statistics to kind of break some of this stuff down. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit later in the show, but some of these statistics and analytics that I'm going to point out kind of give me this 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 hint of maybe there's hope, you know, or the light at the end of the tunnel. So I'm not I don't want to freak out yet, but man, I got the panic button right in front of me and I'm ready to push it at any given time. Yeah, and I you already pushed it. You already said it. Yeah, I've put, I've, you've I'm, it the, way, the, I'm the one text. that pushes it after the yeah. second Nashville loss. But yeah, I mean, one. I think the thing we have to remember is it, it is. A, a small subset of games. Granted, the season is short. We don't have a lot of time season is to very short. Uh, have these off weeks, if you will. But mm-hmm. um, short off season, Torts is messing around with the lines like he's been, you know, he's he's done in the past, trying to figure some things out. But uh, with Tampa coming into town tomorrow evening, we need to figure I don't, things out. Figure I don't, that I don't think that's progressive, Frank. Do, do you think that is like switching up the lines? Like, I, like I understand, I get it, but at the same time, like we have to get some continuity, right? Yeah, no, I, I, I think you know the rate that he switches is probably not ideal, especially for any. It's player. every shift. It yeah. is. It's every it shift. You're getting thrown out, thrown out there just, with new guys. We don't even know which line it is anymore. Like, what line is this? It's it, it, like we don't have lines. It's it, it's just surprised. it's just a mush. It's just a mush of players. Like, all right, you guys are going out this time. Like, like how can we get some continuity? The on? other night they started game the fourth game, the second game against Detroit with Gregorenko, Dubois, Bemstrom. Like, what the hell? Where's that line coming from? Where's Bemstrom coming into this equation? Y'all know how I feel about Emil Bemstrom. So, I, you know, it's just – it's interesting to think about that, you know, is he shuffling the cards a little too much? Maybe. But it's kind of also like maybe the beginning of this season's kind of like an, extend, an extension of, of training camp because, you know, we tend to do this. And we were kind of talking about this before the pot. Yeah. Tor, Tor brings up, he's like, you know – Halfway, this kind of, this is maybe how we start the season every year. We're trying to figure things out. We're shuffling the cards, and then halfway through the season, we're like, "Oh yeah, okay, that works." Now John Tortorella is a genius. Look what he did here. This is why he did this. So you know, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I can see, I can see some of the the light at the end of this tunnel. But man, <laughs> we we went down to Nashville, and uh, you know, they they still they they we didn't do anything necessarily. You know, zero points out of those two games, and UC Soros was was stellar in those performances. It made me kind of think that, man, Nashville Nashville's definitely going to be tough. We did know that. And there's, you know, we we don't win many games. I was reading some tweets that said, like, something about we've only won, like, nine times in Nashville. So are you taking much away from both of these losses in Nashville? You know, I, I think when you look at game one, Corpusalo started the season off in net, and I thought he played – very solid, you know. He, he played, was pretty good. He played yes, well enough, one hundred percent, for us to win the game. gave uh, up Gave up two goals. They two scored. Goals, but, they I scored mean, they three. Were, you know, on the break. Both I, on the break. Yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, you know, he's made some saves. On I mean, but that that one that breakaway I think, to Philippe, I think he, I think he stopped. He stopped two breakaways before that, though. Well, right? he had, he's had some fantastic saves. saves. Yeah. One, he didn't even know where the puck was, but he just throws his left pad out there and kind of right at the right second, or else that's a goal too. But I, I will say I will say one thing, and it's about our defense and the way it's been structured lately has just been, and the way that our our core defense is playing right now just isn't conducive to winning hockey games. I mean, I have personally on that first Philippe Forsberg breakaway, I have never seen David Savard get beat so bad in my life in the neutral zone. You know, he he throws it off the board and Savard jukes one way and guesses wrong, and all of a sudden he's diving for the puck and he ends up tripping Cam Atkinson and Philippe Forsberg's in almost all alone and snipes one short side over Corposalo's blocker. So you can't, you can't blame Corposalo too much for that kind of a goal. It's, it's our, a lot of it's been the way our defense has been performing. And when, when you say our defense, you know, I look straight at Seth Jones and Zach Wierenski. That's just, you have to, they've been, they've been the stars of this team and that's, that's, that's how, that's how we defense. need them to, that's how we need them to play. So. But, you know, in Detroit, we pulled three out of those four points. We did win a game, believe it or not, everybody. Uh, so, I, you know, I'm, I am trying to make this not a complete 
and total bitch fest. But hey, man, you know, we did pull pull three of those four points out in Detroit. So so the game we win, Corpusala was was again he was stellar, looked fantastic. And, and you know, one of the one of the bright spots and one of the you know good additions that I've noticed so far, and it's kind of almost sad to say that I'm talking about this, but Michael Delzato's looked good. He's been getting thrown up into the first pairing to start the game in game uh, game three, you know. Yeah, and we you know we talked about Delzato last podcast. You know, kind of a late addition to the roster, right? And uh, he's you know he's starting to earn a spot. So that's like you said, a bright spot. Uh, hopefully, he moving a, forward, he had a nice giving go uh, assist. You know, he throws it to the center and gets it right back. Goes in on the in the on the goalie. Gets to the slot, tries to throw on five hole, and it doesn't go in. And Felino's there for the rebound, and you know that was a that was a pretty good move. And it just kind of it, it kind of shows that maybe maybe Delzato's uh, maybe we need to throw him up in here in the mix a little bit and try to get some spark going. Maybe so we can see some goals go in, and you know maybe Warensky and Jones will come around af- after after something like that. But I like him where he's at. I like oh, where yeah, he's no, at no, no. because, yeah. honestly, like he's playing with our, our best lines. He's playing with our third and fourth line, which has actually been the uh, – Probably our best line. Them. Yeah, our best lines. Like we, we got Foodie on there. We got Eric Robinson. Robinson. You know, We're, Riley Nash has actually looked looked decent as well. Um, so that, that but, those lines are – But it's a little bit – SpongeBob. But, you know, no, it, it, yeah – <laughs> I don't know what to say about Riley Nash. I'm not quite sure what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do Car with anything. Oh, so Riley Nash is Riley Nash. So, like, and he will always be Riley Nash. And, yeah, know. you know, he is – he can – he does Riley Nash things. He's a, and he's a decent face-off guy. He's he's strong down the middle, but he's not he's not an offensive threat in any, any stretch of the imagination. Never has. No. Been. No. Nope. But we do snag three out of four points. So normally, like, in that kind of situation, I'm ecstatic. Like, you know, you go on a road trip or and there's two games and you get three out of four and you're like, yeah, all right, sweet. And this is fantastic. But there's why, why don't I feel that right now? It's I mean, Detroit because we didn't get any points out of Nashville. That's what it breaks down to is we right. didn't get any points out of Nashville. And we go into Detroit and we're like, we need to take four. We have to take four. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. If, if, we, if we do snag that, that fourth point in overtime – we're, we might be having a different conversation here. And, you know, that goal, that goal's not – again, that's not Merzlikens' fault necessarily. He Tortorella – and this is this is a, maybe a topic or a conversation for a different time or we can get into it on, on some hot takes here or something. But Tortorella throws out Atkinson and Domi and Jones to start overtime. And it's just like, to me, I, you know, again, we're not NHL coaches by, by any – I'm not the winningest American-born hockey coach in the National Hockey League, okay? I can't – Not yet. Not I, yet. No, yeah, not yet. Not, not until yet. everybody not listens to this podcast. Nope. But I, I just – I have, soon, I have, soon, I have trouble understanding how you see what Cam Atkinson and Max Domi have been doing so far, and you say to yourself, hey, why don't you two guys go out there and start overtime with Seth Jones? And, and you know, we lose the faceoff, and Domi's kind of Domi's kind of lost. Atkinson tries to join that rush, and all of a sudden, we find ourselves on the on the bad end of a of a basically a two on one. And Atkinson's trying on the back check. He's trying to get to Bertuzzi, but uh, you know, I feel like something is happening right now with this fireball situation. <laughs> So Tor has opened a mini shot fireball. <laughs> I found the fireball. Uh-oh. Oh boy. So uh this 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 breakaway dude and Jones Jones is in there too and they're just letting Dylan Lark he's just letting Dylan Larkin walk in. And and we let, talked and about and we and we talked Yeah, right, and we talked about this. Time. Dylan Larkin is if you guys don't know and you guys only follow the Blue Jackets, Dylan Larkin is the best player on the on the fucking Detroit Red Wings. He's pretty good. So, he's their, so, yeah, yeah. He's captain, their, too. He's riding high. Like, he's fantastic. Three goals in the first four games, I think. And I think that was and a Detroit just leaving, record. And you're like, just leaving. No, no, no that, that was Bobby Ryan. Bobby Ryan, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Ryan, But I'm also sorry. a fantastic addition to Detroit's yeah, team. Yeah, for 100%. Sure. Detroit's but, definitely, but like, you know, on the up. That's that's for sure. They, they yeah. played pretty good as well. They did. Well, they couldn't they be did. on the down. But Dylan Larkin is their best player. Don't let let anybody else beat you. Don't let him beat you. Like why? Why, why, is, let Jones, him? why is Jones letting him just walk in, dude? And and shoot. Why you? Know, 
Atkinson's on the back check. Is he going to get there? Maybe, maybe not. But you're just going to let Larkin snipe kind of and, and get the shot that he wants against Elvis Merzlikens. Merzlikens was played it fantastic. He yeah, plays. He 100%. comes out. He, he comes out aggressive. He makes the initial save because he's in position, and all of a sudden the puck just bounces right off of him into Bertuzzi, and and, and all you know. The next thing you know, it's in the net. And there's there's almost just nothing you can do about it. So. Except maybe not put Cam Atkinson on the ice to start overtime. That's that is one thing. Bingo. Oh but, man, where I has mean, he how, been the past two years? Oh, again. Okay, okay, I can't. I can't. I can't make this any more of a bitch fest than it already is. I'm already. I'm. I'm. I'm down in the dumps, man. And it's just like I need. I need. I need a spark. I need. We need our stars to. To kind of get going and get rolling here, man. We need Zach Warinsky, Cam Atkinson, and Seth Jones. All of them are still searching for their first points. You know, it's been four games and none of them have done it, done anything. I think, uh, you know, some of these stats I'm going to throw at you later and also kind of explain or highlight how much these guys are, in fact, struggling. And it's it's kind of a, it's a little alarming to me. But how are they supposed to get any gel or how are they supposed to, you know, well, you, find a groove well, when, well, when John you, Tortorella is shuffling the lines literally every shift? So let's talk about some of those statistics that, sh- that do show that that possible light at the end of that tunnel as you as you so boldly and beautifully put it because there is maybe something there you know and so right now expected goals for for the Columbus Blue Jackets through these first four games is 5.7 this is per game so and the league average right now through albeit again very small sample size but the league average is 3.2 so that the chances are technically they're there right the expect we do have a a little bit higher of an expected goals for uh percentage than the rest of the league so far through four games it's just we're not capitalizing on those opportunities but but it but what this shows me is that maybe there is that opportunity there and you know Matt now we just need to find these guys and have these guys step up and actually put the puck in the back of the net yeah and you know you kind of not to uh like bring in the NBA but I mean it's the same thing with some of those guys it's once they see a couple shots go uh, you know, hit the net. Once you see a couple go in, I mean, man, it's contagious. Scoring back. is contagious. I mean, let's – yeah, exactly. I mean, let's – Momentum. Momentum. Let's throw out a bunch of words. <laughs> and, and you know, it is, it, though. It's all about that. It's and you know, so I don't like, like to that. look at momentum as something like, like you can't – can't uh, measure you, it. You can't measure it. You can't, you measure, can't measure, it. measure momentum. That's the thing about hockey that's so beautiful is there's just not a lot of – there's not a lot of excellent statistics to it to predict the game incredibly well. So you almost have to describe it. You have to you have to think about it and do do things in a more like poetic type of fashion. You know, analyze I mean, the like, momentum. Honestly, you guys were telling me like let's start Elvis in the second game because like they'll build behind it and they'll rally behind Elvis and will win the game in the second game against Nashville. And like it didn't happen because we still don't score goals, god damn it. Right. With 38 scoring chances for uh, per game to start the to start these the season. League average is 31. So we we have the looks, you know. I think in that second game against Nashville, John Tortorella, we were we were even kind of satisfied with with How relatively the way they they played the the game overall. Again, it was a lot of the defensive breakdowns that led to, to five goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think from start to finish that, I mean, obviously we didn't get the win like we did uh, game three in Detroit. But like you said, Mr. Locon, uh, it, I, I think it was the best game uh, the, the best, team as the a The best whole. one. They looked they the looked. best out of the four kind of in, in that second game in Nashville. So, you know, and maybe the opportunities are here. But here's some more. Here's some another a list of interesting statistics. I'm going to throw some names at you. Cam Atkinson, Max Domi, Boone Jenner, Nick Foligno, David Savard, and Vladislav Gavrikov. These are the players on our team currently with the lowest relative Corsi 4 percentage. Now let me explain Corsi 4 percentage in this statistic. This is based on shot attempts while a player is on the ice minus the shot attempts that happen when they're not on the ice. So Cam Atkinson, Max Domi, Boone Jenner. Cam Atkinson, negative 13.9 Corsi 4 percentage. Max Domi, negative 12.4 percentage Corsi 4 relative. So there are more shot attempts happening when these guys are off of the ice, and that is a problem. If Cam Atkinson, you know, the guy that we need to score goals – 
Do we have anybody in the top? In the top what? In the top of the Corsi percentage. Well, the, the lead, our leading Corsi 4 percentage guys right now are Emil Bemstrom, Riley Nash, and Eric Robinson. Of Eric course. Robinson at a 25, Riley Nash at 17.9, Emil Bemstrom at 10.8. These guys are they're doing something right, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you can see it on the ice. You know, Bemstrom started on the first line the other night. Now, he's not putting the puck in the net, don't get me wrong. He's not I mean, even he's not even putting shots on goal. He's not even, close, the he's not even he's not even close. But they but they're but they're getting shot getting attempts. Looks. And they're, they're getting, getting they're getting they're getting looks. On the power play the other night, you know, we saw Bemstrom sitting over there on the left circle waiting on that one-timer, and he did get to fire one off, but yet again, it's right in the center of the goalie's chest. And it's just like, ugh, same old story. Same old story, right? We're, we're, we're singing the same old song and dance. It's just we need – if Cam Atkinson and Max Domi, Boone Jenner, Nick Felino, Seth Jones, Alex Texier, Zach Wierenski, and Oliver Bjorkstrand, the guys that we need to score goals – "Quote unquote," our stars of the right, team. Right, our stars are at the bottom of our Corsi four percentage relatively compared to when they are not on the ice. My, I mean, that's you're not going to win many hockey games with with that kind of a recipe. So, I want to break down some of these some of these guys' statistics maybe a little bit more individually. Zach Wierenski, so far sitting at a minus four, zero goals, zero assists, zero points. Uh, again, right? That's just that's a recipe for disaster. Cam Atkinson, same exact stats. No goals, no assists, minus four overall. Seth Jones, zero goals, zero assists, minus five overall. Seth Jones has been – it's just like – Yeah, if, if we want to be successful moving forward, we need to get these guys going. You know, I think as a whole, are we being hard after four games? Yeah, we, we are. But, you know, we've seen this time and time again. We, we need the stars to show up if we want to make a run – uh, deep in the playoffs and if they don't it, it's going to be a long season absolutely so the thing is though is like the the chances may be there so now we just need to count on maybe these guys actually stepping up and, and playing well Zach I mean Wierenski's been capitalized just, just capitalized yeah absolutely capitalize on these opportunities but well, the thing is is like Wierenski has not only been absent offensively he's at a minus four he gave up that uh breakaway to philippe forsberg in the second game at nashville you know turns the puck over in our own zone and then and then forsberg's off to the races and then snipes one right over elvis's glove on a breakaway so it's just like our defensemen are playing bad defense it's ironic because last week you know the whole thing we were focusing on was all right we just need these guys you know we need our forwards to to score goals and you know we didn't really touch on our defense because you know after the way we finished last season i mean the the, the defensemen uh, the group as a whole that's the core that's yeah. where we start you know that's where the jackets you know that's where start. we generate a lot of offense coming Absolutely. from our back end with Zach Wierenski with 20 goals last year you know so uh, it's just we need those guys to start playing a little bit more involved offensively but at the same time like we, we, we have got to figure out our defensive structure. Expected goals against, 4.4. Blue Jackets through four games. And this is per game, expected goals against. League average, 3.2. So we have a higher expected goals against. Um, so, again, not that's not a good sign. Not again, good when we can't put our own puck or put pucks right. in. We the, have uh, the opportunities. The they may be there. The statistics kind of back that up and show that, but... The statistics also show that we are not playing solid defense, and our defensemen are not playing solid defense. Our goalies are playing relatively well. You know, you can kind of see that. Uh, Corpusalos, I think Corpusalos looked a little, a little bit more confident and strong in net. But at the same time, you know, Merzlikens, I thought Merzlikens played well in in the in a couple of games that he played. So yeah, I, I'm pretty happy with the goaltending overall. I know at the beginning of the season, you know, we kind of thought, you know, they would split some time as they have so far, but I think they've played well enough in every game to give us a chance to win. You know, there's been some breakdowns defensively as sure. we touched on and uh, obviously our offensive woes uh, continue, but the goaltenders, I think they're, they're giving us chances to win and that's all we can ask for. It's all of, you need. It's all you want. Yeah. Yeah, uh, John Tortorella's described that as sloppy, you know, in quotation marks. Um, 
giveaways in the neutral zone, give, giveaways in our defensive zone. But, but one thing, again, is we've seen it now for over two years. Hell, a few years ago, we had a fantastic power play. You remember when we brought in Sam Gagne, we signed Sam Gagne, and he was, he was so good on the power play. But, but now recently, dude, it's been two years without an effective power play. It, and it's it just almost keeps, comical at this point, right? Uh, comical is a good way to put it because then I at least get to laugh when I think about it. But unfortunately, all I find myself doing is screaming crying. at the TV and crying, crying. and punching crying. things, yeah. you know? Mainly crying. You know, we kind of touched on it. Um, I think it was either game three or game four. Correct me, Mr. Locon. But, you know, Detroit... Uh, you know, challenges the play. Uh, obviously, yeah, was, they don't even care. They're they, like, we'll, exactly. we'll we'll challenge this. You know, if we're wrong, they're on the power play. They're not nervous. Yeah, you know, like they're they're even confident they might even get to score against us on the power, when when they're on the penalty kill. Yeah. That that needs to change very quickly. But that goal too, and so it's like Texier throws it from the blue line, and it kind of gets deflected maybe by Liam Foodie in front, and and Texier's goal, uh, uh, the other one, he has that crazy deflection. Over, uh, you know, UC Soros in that second Nashville game, I think it was. Tex- but he does have that good wraparound goal. You know, he's got three, I think, right now. He's playing pretty well. But, like, two of them are kind of, like, you know, kind of lucky and extremely rare types of goals. So, again, we need we need those guys to step up. But but the on the power play, it's just same old song and dance. I just can't. I don't know when they're going to, like, when are they going to change something about the way that we the way that we operate it it's been we we bring it well, like we two, bring it to the middle well, of like the ice two years ago we we hired a uh, a different like saint uh, coach we uh, hired Mar- martin Mar- saint louis yeah. to try to come in and fix it and that didn't that didn't really work right i just we brought in that oh, that old that older coach who used to coach ottawa last year yeah. to help on the power play doesn't I just don't dis- like doesn't the- help what the we, fuck? We <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. It's yeah. like, and John Tortorella's been famously, he's, you know, he's, he's supposed to kind of be a power play type of a coach. Yeah. I'm just, I th- like you said, we need to change something up when, as a team, we struggle five on five to kind of bring it over across the blue line. I really, and I know a lot of teams do this. Like you said, they bring it to the center of the ice and then they, they throw it backwards. It back, they throw it back, and then we have trouble crossing the blue line. Yeah, because then you just give the defense a chance to just Set sit up. at the blue line. Yeah, they fall back and sit at the blue line, and then we try to dangle it and pass it off to the corner, or pass it off at the point, get we it get maybe stuck. a little deep, and then pass it back up to the point. And then swing it across. Yeah. And, and by it, pass, it just they mean, takes too long. And by yeah. pass, they mean like throw it into their feet, and right. like we just yeah. turn it over, and, and they only, go. Not only that, flying it, up the watch, other side. You watch Edmonton on the power play. Oh, go, go, go watch Edmonton on the power play now. Judas no. McDavid. Now, but. now, okay, it's a little, a little yeah, extreme when you got Connor McDavid it. running and kind of quarterback in your power play. <laughs> but and and honest to God, right now Edmonton's not playing too well. I think they're one and three, not playing well. But but. Watch their power play, man. Mm-hmm. Watch Con- watch what they do with Connor McDavid. They get him, they let him get it a billion miles an hour, and then just fly into the zone with the puck. Let's just try changing up the style and how we enter the zone on the power play. Mm-hmm. Give somebody the puck, give them some speed through or the neutral zone, and how, let them try to make a move. Or how we enter the zone in general, please. Yeah, like yeah. just we, change that. I think we just we change try to dump that. it and, and chase after it. Because that's been our mentality for a while. I get it. I get it. I get it. We can do that. But, like, honestly, change it up. Like, just switch it. Like They're going to have don't, to try something. I guess mean, what? Don't do that. Do something yeah. else. The definition of insanity is doing the same, same thing, thing and expecting over and over different over results. Yes. Skate better. Yes. Skate play hockey better. better. Um, but, play you know, kind of what better. I was trying to get across was, look, uh, a lot of our forwards, I mean, when you look at kind of the size of the forwards, uh, a lot of them are, are smaller um, right. in comparison. So, I mean, they get pushed around a lot. They get so we, pushed off. So like, dump and chase doesn't work very well, or, you know, they get the puck, you know, just their body we is have, slammed into the I boards like and we get ha- turned over. Yeah. Uh, you watch Cam Atkinson try to go in the corner. It's I, Every time he's flying at a puck in the corner, I start to almost laugh. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is he going to do on the boards? Yeah. <laughs> Against yeah. these big ass strong. I mean, unless we have Gerby in there who can skate under Chara's legs. That God, work, that's who I miss. Nathan Gerby, right? Give me some Gerby back. 
It might be soon. So the power play's been stagnant. It's been too long. It's just ridiculous. So how much of this is on torts, you know? How much of the power play of the, is, is on torts? And, and it just seems eerily similar, uh, I'll bring it up, to a few years back, well, a, a while back now, probably, I don't know, five, six years ago, we start this, we finished the season, we finished the previous season relatively strong. We had high expectations moving into the season, and we lay a goose egg the first eight games. Go 0-8, I think it was, and do Todd we, Richards gets fired. Do we, have, do we have a head coach and a GM that's on, like, the same mindset? Like, are, are, are they on the same wavelength? I don't know. That's the – I don't know. I don't think like they're – I don't think they're 100% on the same page because – I feel like Yarmo Kekalainen really liked Alex Winberg and Tortorella, and for whatever reason, we c- it, he couldn't figure out Winberg's game, and Winberg never figured it out while he was here in Columbus, and so I'm kind like I'm seeing that in Emil Bemstrom a little bit. Kekalainen, huge on Emil Bemstrom, big shot, you know he's he's got the chance to score lots of goals. And Tort- I feel like Tortorella's trying to figure him out, but there's we, he just doesn't he can't figure it out right now, you know. I, so I don't know. But the thing that I, that I think about and like it leads me into thinking about is like you know, like when we fired Todd Richards that year, it's ear- It just seems like eerily similar to me, you know. And it is in Tortorella's in the last year of his contract. What if he's not the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets next year or? Is 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 you ready to fight? When are, you, when are we raising questions? Like, are you, you ready to I'm fight? Ready to you want to go? You want to go? You want to go? Oh, we're gonna go. We're about to go. Throw the gloves down. Fight for fighting. Uh, geez, we're gonna fight over this now. I feel like so. <laughs> I'm just feeling like I just have this weird hunch, man. And it's like, what if? What if that's the situation that helps spark the team in a different direction? You know, what if we need to change coaches right now? I don't, I'm not, now listen, Tortorella, winningest American born coach ever born in the, to coach in the National Hockey League. Fantastic coach, Jack Adams, two time Jack Adams award winner. I don't want to get rid of John Tortorella, don't get me wrong, but like at what point do we start raising the flag or what, raising the question of, you know, when is when is, what is John Tortorella doing? Why isn't our power play any good? You know, it's been long enough, and it's been too long with the power play, especially. And so I'm just I'm struggling to find the answer to that question right now. I'm throwing off the gloves because honestly, like we compare him to Todd Richards, and we can't do that because honestly, like four playoffs in a row. Exactly. He he's accomplished way more than Todd Richards ever accomplished, and uh, you know, it just breaks down to that. Like, how are you gonna how are you gonna get rid of that? Yeah, without, it's like who are you gonna without, get without instead? Without like a plan, who are you gonna get instead? Mm-hmm. Rick Nash. Yeah, Rick Nash. <laughs> bring Rick Nash. In, I know baby. Frank. Rick Nash. We know you're I was listening. Bring, I was gonna bring Frank into this. Rick Nash, I was like, who, the pod. who are we gonna bring? Yeah, who are we gonna it, bring in this? You know, it, no, I, it, I don't it, know. There's no one to bring at this time. You know, I think we need to pump the brakes on getting rid of torts. Like I said, four straight playoff in a row. I mean, that's never happened as a Blue Jackets fan. Mr. Locon, you and I have gone to, I mean, at least 100 Blue Jackets games. And, I mean, it, the past four years, you know, we've, we've been in contention. Look, I know the whole Todd Richards situation. Oh, yeah, we played Pittsburgh very close in the playoff series. We're all ready to, you know, this is our year. We go 0-8. Obviously, we're very disappointed. We played four games this year. Granted, That's true. We, did, we're, we don't look great. We look like shit. But, it, you know, I, I don't think all hope is lost. And we got to credit Torts for kind of building, uh, you know, not a, the culture the culture that he's built within the organization and, and the fan base. Sure, absolutely. I, I, so what you're telling me, you guys are telling me you're not pushing the panic button at this time. Not yet. Absolutely no. not. Not yet. See, I pushed Absolutely it after we not. lost to Nashville. I'm the I'm the kind of guy. I have the panic button in front of me, and I pushed it after Nashville. It's it's just I just have this weird feeling that if 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 the players don't start responding the way we need them to, because it's possible, dude. You know, it's possible. What if we're having the same conversation in three weeks? We come back here in three weeks, and the Jackets are sixth or seventh in the division. You know, and then it's like. 
Well, then what? What do we do then? What say you then? So I'm, I've, I've got my hand on the panic button, and, and maybe I've un, I'm going to unpush it a little bit. I'm going to pull back and say, yeah, I, I don't think I'm panicking quite yet, but I'm, I got my hand on the button, and it's ready, it's ready to be pushed at any time. And it's, it's really because nobody's been any good. Nobody has been any good, really. So you start to wonder Honestly, what it's like. It really is because we didn't get four out of four in Detroit when, and we got three out of four. Sure. That's it. That's true. If we get if we have that fourth point, maybe we're having a different conversation. And I we feel, really are. Yeah, I think you're right. We really are. I think you're right. So who has looked good then? Because nobody's really looked good, but there have been some guys who have kind of looked decent. I feel like. Yeah, it hasn't thought, been our stars. Which I mean, obviously, you know, super happy that some of these guys are starting to show up. I mean, I think we we touched on Boone Jenner. I mean, I think Jenner has played. I mean, extremely well, or what we expect out of Boone Jenner. You know, he's he's putting, looked good. Yeah. Uh, Texier, uh, definitely still some potential there, but he's looked good, very fast down the ice. Man, he's been flying around, and he had that great wraparound goal. Oh, it really that was, was a, a fantastic goal. goal. That was a beautiful goal. His, okay, I don't want to act like I don't. I shouldn't. I don't want to take away from his second goal because it was beautiful. Like to be able to deflect that puck in that fashion. You know, he's basically standing on the goal line in the left corner. And he just finagles his stick and gets that nice little defection, deflection right over Saros's right shoulder. And it's just like, wow, that's that's really fantastic to watch. But it's like, can he do that? Can he do that 35 times? Do, can he can we score goals like that all the time? I, I don't know. But but yes, I do think Texier has been a, a, a light that's been shining at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. What about Pierre-Luc Dubois? How's he been playing? What do you what have you been getting out of, out of PLD so far? I, I have mixed reviews. I mean, we talk about goals. I mean, that one. I have mixed reviews. He sucks. Well, I, I have mixed. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> sucks. He sucks. Sucks. Send him out. But damn, that goal he had against Detroit game three. I mean, it just shows the potential that we've all seen. I mean, big body, fast. I mean, he basically shoves off a defender and puts it right in the back of the net. And it, it pains me because I know he's not going to be here much longer, unfortunately. But we're blown raspberries on a guy that like is literally like we're like like he's like he's 24 years old like like I know he's literally telling us to blow his fucking dick right now. He's been all right. I, I he's been one of our best players. You know, if we're if we're no. breaking down, he's been one of them. Mm-hmm. He scored a goal. He's in the top. He's in the top right. fifty percent. No, but you're right, Dory. The there is a very low bar. That's the thing. Is it's like I'm not saying he's playing incredibly well, and I'm going to defend the way he's playing. But I he's watched been, a lot better out of Robinson. Robinson didn't score a goal. I, that that's fine. But yeah. the rest of the net point. on a yeah, breakaway because he just keeps shooting it right into the fucking or he'll shoot it high right in the chest. taxi. I mean, but they've got. I'm not. I, I am agreeing with you to an extent. Robinson's looked good. He's looked incredibly fast. Him and Foodie flying up the ice on that fourth line. Hell, they've been our best. Just, one of our best lines. And yeah. I've shown, I we talked about that Corsi four percentage yeah. relative statistic, and it's it showed those three guys. You know, Nash, Foodie, and Bemstrom, and and Robinson. Those those lower tier guys yeah. have been leading our team in opportunities. So. I feel like those guys have been good. Um, other than that, man, I t- I just expect I more out of PLD. I listen. I congrats to him for getting the goal, but I I'm still expecting more out of him than I am out of Foodie or Texie. And they are producing. They are out producing my expectations. Right. I need PLD and I need Cam and yes. I need mm-hmm. Seth and Z and Felino to be outproducing my expectations of them. And that's the issue is they're not outproducing while the other guys are. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't argue so with that. So correct. Yeah. Um, so correct. You know, I think PLD, he's been average, like, to your correct. point. You know, and it's not as noticeable, when you know, when we talk about Cam, Seth, Zach, because they have just been awful. Yeah. Awful. I mean, these are, these are all-stars. These yeah. are all-stars. 40-goal scorer on Cam Atkinson. I mean, Jesus. it's in there. It's in there somewhere. He's got to find – you know, against Detroit the other night, I thought he made the best move he's had all season. Mm-hmm. He carried the puck across the blue line, and he shot a, a shot that got deflected and it didn't even get on net. But, like, I saw him 
actually carry the puck with confidence once. Yeah. And I just felt like I felt like I hadn't seen that in a long time. Yeah, it surprised us all, really. I think against uh, in the first Detroit game or maybe the second uh, Nashville game, Domi throws one right on Cam's stick from, uh, from across the zone, and Cam's in almost all alone and pull, tries to pull one backhand and, and just doesn't convert. I mean, he's in almost all alone on the goalie and, and doesn't convert. So, like, those are the kinds of goals that we have to score if we're going to win hockey games. Mm. I feel like the opportunities may be there, maybe, and and so maybe that's with some of these. Because we know penalty shots aren't going to be our strong suit. Oh my God, that penalty shot with Jones, dude! It's almost like Thomas Grice literally stole the puck away from from Seth Jones. He he literally reached out with his stick and pulled it away from him. It's equivalent to getting dunked on in NBA. Um, If it might be a basketball game, or or worse, it might even be worse. Yeah, it's it's not uh, it's not ideal. So PLD. Been blah. He's been blah. And that's not good, man. That's like, now it's like, that takes away a little bit from his stock, right? At least just a smidge. Oh, for sure. But Pierre Maguire uh, on the broadcast of that NBC Sports game against uh, Detroit was all over that Dubois goal, putting it all, uh, making it, you know, he hyped it up and this is going to be played around the world and stuff like that. So that kind of helps us a little bit, helps rejuvenate some of that stock in PLD, but it's like, now, what's he worth and those kinds of things? Because I've been hearing this, uh, you know, this talk of what are we trying to get now for PLD? And some of these teams that every, you hear teams, what I hear is they're coming at they're coming at Columbus big, you know. And so here's here's what I take away from that. It makes me think that man, because I know the only kinds of deals Yarmo Kekalainen likes to make are, you know, they're big deals when we're trading Brandon Sod for Artemi Panarin. Or how about, hey, I'll give you R.J. Umberger straight up for Scott Hartnell. Let's make a deal for that. Oh, man. man, what a what a trade. <laughs> Ryan Johansson for Seth Jones. You know, big deals. We're trading a bunch of prospects that we have. And uh, uh, I can't remember his name. That guy that, guy that uh, Sinclair, or, uh, Duclair, Anthony Duclair. Mm-hmm. We're trading him to, or to Ottawa with some picks and some prospects for Matt Duchesne and, and Ryan Zingle. Zingle trying to make a run for the cup, you know. Big deal. So it makes me think, what if Yarmo's working up a deal, man? You know, what if he's, what if he's throwing PLD and Elvis Merzlikens or, or maybe some of these pieces that we can possibly afford to trade in an Elvis Merzlikens because we have a Eunice Corposalo? What if, what, if you know, what if he's fishing around for some of these huge deals and, and all of a sudden in a few months from now, we're looking at a completely different, you know, the completely different Columbus Blue Jackets mm-hmm. team? Which is somewhat exciting because that's a huge return if you're trading PLD and Elvis. Like, oh, it's I, massive. That yeah, would be a massive a big, that's return. That's a big deal. That shakes the NHL. It as makes far me as think of uh, it makes me think of Edmonton, who needs goaltending and who needs uh, you know some more some more offensive juice. PLD for Connor McDavid, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen, Yarmo. Lock that in. Yeah. That would be amazing. Oh, now that brings up my, another thought, though, is like how does Edmonton drives me nuts? I can't. I can't stand it because they've had the first pick like 20 times the past 10 years. You know, it's impossible. It's just ridiculous. And they still suck. So it's like, but here's the thing. It's like, how do you get Connor McDavid? Toronto, how do you get Austin Matthews? You have to draft them, dude. You have to draft. Nobody's, we've seen it now. None of these free agents are going to be signing in Columbus. The only way we're going to be able to get maybe some elite quality scoring talent, I feel like, is either by trade or we're going to have to draft it. And the only way you're going to get a good draft pick is if you suck ass during the regular season. So is it time, boys? Right? Are we tanking? Are we pulling the plug? Oh, my God. Try uh, to get the money. Like coming it. up? Do we have anybody coming up? <laughs> no, I don't even know. I haven't even looked at the pool for the 20, like, uh, 21 class. But all of those guys in the top, you know, in the top, usually in the top five, they're all. PLD was the, what, number two pick? Number three. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They're all primed, kind of ready to go, uh, you know, NHL types of yeah, talent. So the first round pick. I, I don't. That's that's. It's been four games. <laughs> we're not. Yeah, you know, we're it's still yeah, early. We're, we're pretty so, deep. Uh, that's <laughs> a little bit hot of a take. Games, Are we yeah. tanking? Hot ice. We're tanking for the first overall pick already. It's four games into the season. No, it's just. Who knows, man? Who knows? Hot ice. Hot ice. That's right. Hot ice. I heat up the ice cubes. 
It's the best of both worlds. So I got one for you. I got one one of the hottest takes I've ever heard in my life right now, and I'm bringing it to you fresh, is the Columbus Blue Jackets will score a power play goal this season. <laughs> At some point in time, it will happen. We'll put one in on the power play. Now, if you told me that right now, honest to God, that's the hottest take I've ever heard in my life. I want to go. I want to go five minutes for fighting on that because I don't think we will. <laughs> I don't think I want to. I want to fight you. <laughs> I, I, I don't. You I have nothing to say about. You what about we will have more shorthanded goals than power play goals? Oh, I believe that. <laughs> that I believe that one. That is a possibility. That's yeah. a great hot take. Fantastic hot ice. I mean. Let's let's jump into the, talking some strategy now on some of these new DraftKings lineups that we we're dabbling in, boys. Yeah, we're dabbling in, kind of playing these games, you know, tiers. We're playing some classic slates, trying to figure out and get used to this this DraftKings NHL game because it's a lot of fun. If you guys aren't playing, you're missing out. I'm telling you, you know, you play somebody like me. I don't know. I, I play if, if I can play five to ten dollars a week. That's fun for me. You know, that's enough for me to. I got some money on the line. Uh, you know, maybe because a half, you got you got uh, dime games. You got dime games. Yeah, you, you got quarter yeah, games. games. Yeah, yeah. You, you got you got dollar double ups. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, let's go, true. man. Yeah. Let's go. Let's like, go. and I re- let's go. And I recommend to anybody that's like really just getting started out. Like, obviously, it's it's different for some of us because we can't play beginner games anymore because we've played for so long. Um, but like, yeah, it does suck. I would love to play against you fucking rookies. Oh my God. Take your money. Um, but we play a lot of just cash games now. So it's your double ups, uh, head heads, double ups. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I played, I played a $5 double up last night, just in NHL, uh, 114 total entries. I got 50th. I actually, I chopped with, uh, with a couple people. So it was a five dollar double up. So you enter five to win ten in the money, but but half the like almost half the field is in the money, right? Yeah, that's so, the kicker. That's yeah. why that's why it's fun because you have a greater chance. Yeah, good chance of, of getting your of, money back. Right, exactly. Money. So it doesn't matter. So there was one hundred and fourteen single entries. entry, right? Yep, single entry, one hundred and fourteen total entries. So one hundred and fourteen, like I said, and. Top fifty payout. Right, so it's not qu- it's not quite half, but still a large majority. Right, exactly, because yes. you have to pay the rake. You got to play the absolutely. yeah. You, you yeah, got to yeah. pay the rake. You got to pay, pay DraftKings. Yeah, so, yeah, they got to pay. They got to the make DK. their money, baby. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. So and I oh chopped. Boy, they do they <laughs> exactly. I chopped with uh, a couple other people right at fiftieth, one hundred two point eight. Um, so we split. Um, 10 bucks four ways. So I won 250. So I actually inherently lost money on that game because I put in five bucks. And, uh, but, I, you had but how much fun did you have? You had fun, I, right? The sweat, the sweat is never fun. I, <laughs> no, I disagree. That's, whoever that's tells you the sweat at the end of the game, not fun. Beginning so, of the game, I love the sweat. So what we're looking at, though, especially in these tier games, so they, they do play the same games. So when you're looking at the yeah. tiers, so, you know, we've been f- in the group chat. We hate it because there's no blue jackets in there. Right. There's never a blue jacket when that? you're playing NHL. I swear to God, God is, God is making it's it unbelievable. as hard as possible to be a Columbus Blue Jackets Yeah, fan. so, like, if you're a Blue Jackets He's fan and you want to play all of our blue players jackets, away. you just have to play classic lineups, I didn't showdown mean lineups, to do things this. like that. I didn't mean to do this. All yeah. right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Last night I played uh, McKinnon, uh, Barkov, Bjorky um, was my lone Blue Jacket for the night. Hornquist, Duclair, um, and a couple other guys. Uh, Rangers goalie he scored me negative two point eight um, because he I just had feel four like goals that's against. Be tough. It's going to be tough to play a New York Rangers goalie right now with their defense. Oh, for They've sure. They've got Jack Johnson in their yeah, defense right yeah, now. And yeah. Watching Rangers Twitter lose their mind over Jack Johnson has been well, let's has made up a little bit. It makes me feel a little bit better. Well, let's talk about tiers here real quick. Tell me yeah, some strategy. Frank, so, Frank, what, are, what, what kind of strategy, strategy are you dealing with? So, Frank, like we, we were talking about it earlier today because, like, uh, you know, you started off rough and then you went back and won it. And, you know... It, there, there is a strategy to it. So, like, you know who's going to probably score goals in those games 
Like, how can I stack those lines, you gotta right? you got to stack the lines. Because yes. you know an assist is coming from a – if you're expecting a goal from these guys, you know that assist has got to come from somewhere. And sometimes two of them, right? Sometimes two of those assists. Yeah, so it's, it's right. pretty smart. You kind of look at some of the high-scoring lines and some of the tiers, and you I, obviously you kind of look at – the matchups first off, but I mean, if you play, you know, let's just say, uh, the, well, there's the no salary, there's no salaries involved. So yeah. like you just, yeah. but you, I it's mean, you, e- it's way easy. Yeah. It's so easy. It, it, it's a lot of fun. Easier. Uh, yeah. Easier. <laughs> I should say. Yeah, yeah, but, we yeah, win you know. millions of dollars. It's so easy. Yeah. We're rich, <laughs> but we're freezing our ass <laughs> off in a garage. <laughs> 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 they don't know that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we're in a high dollar studio. In the studio now, um, but but no. To to your point, um, so yeah, a, a simple strategy. You can look for you know a centerman or a left and right winger from you know the same line to kind of double up your points, and sometimes it pays off like it did for me week two or game uh, or the second day of uh, the NHL kickoff, or yeah. it can hurt you. I won the tiers. Uh, I won the first tiers we were in, and you know, got a nice little payout for a three dollar entry, twenty five bucks or twenty bucks or something like that. So, it's just enough to keep you playing, baby. It's just like golf. You know, you hit that one shot, and you're like, "This is what keeps you coming back for more." Yeah, but like, honestly, strategy. Let's let let's talk about that because, right? Like, honestly, we want you to join. Like, you listen to the podcast. Yeah, we jo- want you to join our contest. Join our contest because, like, we. You know, three dollar. But we also want entry. you to be able to compete in our contest. We don't want you to just join and just willy nilly pick guys and not compete, and then you're in last. We want you right. to listen we, to the pod. Like right. listen to the pod. Like yeah. you know, find guys, stack them with their lines, and just see what happens. You know, maybe it doesn't happen. Well, which the way- line? So that's that leads you to the point. It's like, well, how do you analyze which line to kind of pick? And that leads me into thinking like of some strategy is like, you got to look at who they're playing, and you got to kind of look at uh, how have they been playing recently. Right. You know, hockey is such a and ice time as well. Yeah, yeah. time on and ice is another at, big one. Who's on the ice the most? Implied totals. You don't want to pick yeah, guys. No. The thing is, though, is they're not putting guys in the tiers who aren't who aren't on the ice. Like, well, we play we we play tournaments. So honestly, what you want to do is you want to get the lower owned guys. Obviously, you wanted to play off. You want to uh, have a, uh, a, a yeah, contrarian a contrarian lineup because that's how you either want to come in last or you want to come in first. Yeah, because right? you're not playing. This isn't you know you play to win a fifteen hundred, two thousand, five thousand person tournament. You know you're playing against ten, twelve, fifteen, eighteen guys. So you have to be a little bit contrarian on you know on who you're playing. You know. Stuff, stuff the main guys, but then you have to pay attention to your third or fourth line guys. That okay, are these lines scoring? You know, are these lines are they, you know are they putting up the assists, things like that? It, it, it's something you definitely have to pay attention to. How are we picking goalies? How how are we analyze in this situation? So, so that's so, on classics because on and classic and slates the goalies are so expensive. Yeah, and, and that and, makes the classic slate really hard. But also. In you my have opinion, to do really it. Really fun. You have yes. You have to do it. You have to pick a winner, and that's yes. the crazy part. Is is you have to pick a winner. If you don't get the winner, you don't get the points. You don't get right. You don't get the game. So you have to analyze it's, the defense, who the team, who they're playing. So one of these nights, you know, it's like the nights when, when Boston's going to throw in Yaroslav Halak. You know, well, Boston might not be a good example. They're actually kind of struggling to score goals right now and win games. But it's like. Situations like that, instances where you get the notification or you're, you're on Twitter checking out the starting goalies for the day and you get that notification that, hey, maybe Tampa Bay's backup goalie is going to play tonight, you know, and Tampa Bay's got a damn good chance of winning the game no matter who's in goal just because of the right. way they play. So you might, the snag way they a, score. Right, you might snag a cheaper goalie that night and be able to and get away with it because you know – that maybe that backup still gives you an excellent chance to win the game. Right. If he only gives up one, but he saves 41, it's huge. Right. Absolutely. You know, that's huge. Last night, um, I took the Rangers goalie. He got me negative 2.8. Yeah. You know, you take uh, Buffalo's goalie. I think he was only $300 more maybe. Um, he scored like 41 um, because it was a shutout. 
You know, he had 40 plus saves. Buffalo's looked <laughs> Buffalo's looked interestingly good. They Taylor smacked Hall, man. Taylor they Hall. smacked Philadelphia yeah. the other night. So, you know, look at implied totals. We should have got Taylor Hall. Yeah. We should have got Taylor Hall. Oh jeez. Well, speaking yeah. back to the Blue Free Jackets agents. podcast, yeah, yeah. Now, we like so, to dabble in the NHL though. We got to talk a little bit about DraftKings NHL. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. One hundred percent. Like, right. hey, listen to the podcast. Listen to us. Join <laughs> the Twitter. Listen to the Twitter because yeah, uh, Mr. Locon and everybody else, mainly Mr. Locon, posting all the time, and we're gonna post our fucking uh, we're gonna post our our contest in there. Absolutely. Join us. those. Yes. Join us. Let's have some fun, boys. Let's hey. have yeah. some fun. Get in. Put some skin in the game. I mean, every and one watch, of us. And watch the games. Because, like, you're just going to want to watch them, honestly. You're yeah. going to want to watch those games. Yeah. You're stacking a Colorado game. You're going to want to watch you're, the Colorado yeah. game. I watch yeah. more NHL games that I don't care about because I have guys going in yes. my classic items or my tiers than ever so before. Fun to yes. watch these and it happens play, with too. every sport. Like, I'm sitting at home. And I'm watching the Pelicans play in NBA. Like, I don't care about the Pelicans. I got two of their guys, you know, in my lineup, you know? And it's like, that's... That's one of the things I like about, you know... It's like, this is is my weird thing. It's like, if Connor McDavid's in the top tier, like, I'm picking Connor McDavid 100% of the time just because I love to watch him play. So if I'm picking... Like, and he's so... He's so good. It's just like... If he's in the top tier, which he uh, he will be, I'm I'm going to pick him... There's just a good chance that he's probably going to do something amazing. And then, you know, it's always fun to just maybe get the chance to flip on that Edmonton game and, and get the chance to watch those guys skate. I just I have a little Dude, bit of a weird thing. They for, also for, have for the that. MVP from last year. Yeah, absolutely. So, And, yeah. that's, and it wasn't Connor McDavid. No, but it, that thing with that situation there is, is like, is Leon Dreisaitl as good as he is without Connor McDavid? I don't know. I don't think but so. But he still plays Not with him, so I, like, I don't have to think about that because he still That's plays with him. I don't have to think about that because <laughs> Leon Dreisaitl would you, would you still take plays him, for Mr. Locon? Would I take Leon Dreisaitl? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, let's uh, let's call Edmonton PLD for Leon Dreisaitl. We'll get that figured out. You make yeah. it happen, Yarm. 100%. Like. So we got Tampa Bay coming up, right? We got Stanley Cup champs. Stanley Cup defending champs. They're rolling into Nationwide Arena. We're finally back at home. Okay. First of the season. First home game of the season's tomorrow night. We drop the puck against Tampa. I need them to put screens on the outside nationwide so I can stand. It's going to be. T- it's going to be. Do awesome. they allow people in nationwide? Gonna, I wonder if that big screen out of the parking lot. Hey, real quick. Hey, real quick. It, it is going to be tonight because when I when but, I edit yeah, this, yeah, we're playing yeah. Tampa Bay tonight. Is what we're going to play Tampa Bay tonight. But if they could, if they could put that on a screen outside, I would gladly stand on the nearest sidewalk. Um, well, they got that screen up on top yeah, of that, that parking be, garage right across idea. the street. I also need the city the of Columbus to let me stand outside on the sidewalk with, with beer. beer. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That Arena District, uh, I think you can. Can you do that it's now? It's open container over there. Oh, man, okay, fantastic. That's right. yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Dude, I yeah. went what are we doing tomorrow I, or today? Yeah. What are we doing today? Let's go over We got to wrap this podcast up. Yeah. I'll tell you, I went to Indianapolis and that was the first city I ever went to that let me have beer outside. So I walked into the bar, bought a beer, and walked outside with it. Every, city, feeling, right? every yeah. city in the country should be like that, flat yeah, out. That would be so much fun. Especially but, uh, if I could watch hockey while I'm doing it. How many points do we need now coming up, right? We're playing. What if – I'm just hoping – What I need I'm, – I'm nervous. I'm almost scared that Tampa Bay is going to come in here and wax us twice. You know, just be based on the way we're playing. But it's like, what if – what if we start capitalizing on some of these opportunities that we talked about today? Mm-hmm. You know, those chances are there statistically. So can we put the puck in the back of the net? I, I need – that's got to come from Zach Wierenski. That's got to come from Cam Atkinson. That's got to come from Seth Jones. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we got – so we play Tampa today. <laughs> and then we play them Saturday. Saturday, yep. And then we have Monday and Tuesday – or mo- Sunday and Monday, Monday off, off and come back and play Florida. Yeah, which so, uh, has half of uh, our old team now. Right, so we be see Wenberg, Nudavara, uh, Bob, Bobrovsky. Yeah. He, he's not even playing right yeah, now. Yeah, he played playing. last he night. Hasn't. He played last night. Oh, did, did he, he play last night? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, all right. Yeah. Fuck him. Well, I think it was. <laughs> it was his first first game of the. He can go hang out on the beach in Florida for all yeah. I care. He doesn't need to be on the rank. Damn you, Bob. 
So but, hey, maybe there's some juice there, you know, maybe and that and that two day break in between those games, right? Yeah, no, no back to backs, which um, is it a factor? Who the hell knows this early in the season? I think so. I think it's a I big think it deal. Can be. But hey, you know, I mean, it, you know, Mr. Locon, you and I kind of talked about this before the show. If if they have a good showing tonight against Tampa, I mean, it, it turns the whole season around. We play Tampa right. twice. I mean, how many times are you know? When we played them two two years ago in the Stanley Cup playoffs, oh, Blue Jackets have no chance against Tampa. Yeah, they played them tough, got it done. They yeah. played them damn well uh, in you Toronto. Know, actually, that we picture we, the yeah, picture. You me a picture this week that was fantastic of the guy with the, the broom, broom head. The broom, the broom head. head. Yeah. It certainly not only does it change our demeanor, but it it one thousand percent changes the demeanor of the players. Yeah, you know, absolutely. If they can come in Great here. Point. You know, I expect I expect at least an assist from Cam and a goal from Felino in this game. Hot, this in isn't hot games. ice, Josh. We're not. That's fine. No, 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 no. That's fine. That's fine. I just Tour. expect them to elevate themselves against Tampa. You know. I hope you're right, man. So, I'm praying. I'm thinking the same way. I think that they can do that. So, Mr. Locon, yeah. give me, give me what, what do you think? What prediction for tonight? Well, the thing is, is like, how are you going to beat Tampa? How do you beat Tampa Bay? You have to beat them basically at their own game. You yes. have to play. You have to score on special teams first off. If we're going to have a power play that's not going to score, I don't think we have a chance. No. You remember against Tam- in Tam- or against Tampa, our power play was actually pretty decent that mm-hmm. series. We, we dominated Tampa, okay? Oh, they, had, they had no business being on the ice in that uh, series. No. And it was crazy to see. Yeah. But it was very evident that we yeah. were the better team at that point in time. Mm-hmm. And we'll see, man. We'll see. I feel like the way you got to beat them is you got to score more goals than them. Like, but that's what I mean is we're not, we're, not trying to, we're not trying to play a defensive game right now. It's very evident in the way that these statistics are showing out, right? We're, we're giving up some chances, but we, we are getting some chances. So I feel like the way we're going to beat them is we're going to have to score. We're gonna to have to play an offensive style of game and try to try to beat them fast. Try to beat them kind of at their own game, and that's and that's playing an offensive game. We need Warensky, we need Jones, we need Atkinson, we need Bjorkstrand, we need Jenner, we need Felino, we need all of them. You know, everybody's got to step up and start playing a little bit better, especially Pierre Luc Dubois. So, then Florida, um, geez, uh, who's to who's to make anything well, out of Florida on. yet? So, yeah. Frank, you got anything to say about Tampa Bay? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean. Kind of devil's advocate here. I mean, I think obviously, uh, if we want to win the game, we're going to have to score more goals than them. But um, hot take coming at you. I said we got to score more goals. Scorching, scorching take. But no, I think it. I I think it starts um, in our own zone. Um, Obviously, we need Corpy um, and or Elvis, whoever's starting tomorrow. God, you're so right. um, You know, they they have to continue to play well and gives us chances, which I think they they definitely have the first four games, but. We have to be ready to defend in our own zone because we know Tampa's going to come out hot. They're going to so come out right. fast. So if we can, uh, you know, if double down, down defensively. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, we, we – I, I like to think of us like we're like, you know, the feisty little guy that yeah, just we like didn't annoys pull, we're not the hell out of teams, right, now. right? Yeah, we're giving up so chances. If, if we can start in the back of our own zone and really defend that. And uh, like you said, we, we're having some offensive chances and, you know, capitalize on that, capitalize on the power play because, um, you know, we'll, we'll get those chances. But I, I, I see a very low scoring game, but I, I think uh, they come out uh, firing and uh, I, I think our stars uh, will finally show up tomorrow night. Or tonight. Oh, man, I hope you're right. But you're so right. What if we what if we take it the op- the other way of kind of how we've been how we've been. Uh, performing so far and maybe stop giving up some of those chances that were that were so consistently not giving up the past couple of years and all of a sudden we're seeing we've already seen three two-on-one breakaways in the first four games of the and season you can't do against tampa. can't just, just can't do that against tampa bay so you're right you're right frank we need to we need to hunker down defensively i feel like good point excellent point but then florida comes in what, what are we making of florida uh, Bobrovsky, right? Is Bobrovsky going to be in net? Who knows? He hasn't been. Yeah, he's been shaky, or he hasn't been playing, or something. He didn't report to camp for like their entire duration of camp, and for undisclosed personal reasons or something. So unfit, it's just like to, unfit to play. Unfit to play. That's the NHL's term for 
Anything and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Unfit, everything. There's unfit too, to was, play upper body injury, lower body injury. That's yeah. it. That's all you get. <laughs> so you get I'll nothing forget, else. Uh, Mr. Locon, I think one, uh, I think we read an article, it was a while back, but I, I don't know why I just thought of this, but when Berg, like it was disclosed as a full body injury, and yeah, I didn't really know what that meant, yeah. but <laughs> I just thought that was funny. But to be honest, I think Bob was spending a lot of time trying to sell his condo uh, in Columbus, Ohio, which he finally did. It took a long time. But yeah, it, it, you know, I think Florida's only played two games. I, they're a tough team. They're they're pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, they could figure. That's know? the thing is, if they could figure it out, man, they've yeah. got a solid team. But and we, uh, I hope we put seven on them that night. Oh, Jeez, I hope you're dude. right. Man. We were there. I, I think and you I and I were there when Bob. It. it was Bob's first game back. I think it was New Year's yes, Eve last was year. Year's yes, Elvis's it was New Year's first Eve. game he won and just. And Wierenski's first so. hat trick. Yes. Oh, man, that was, Wierenski yeah. threw three past yeah. him. Yeah. So maybe we'll get that again. Hey, maybe we'll, we'll get another Zach Wierenski hat trick. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that would be a good confidence booster. We, we know that. DraftKings. <laughs> There's also our plug. A contest yeah. There's our plug for DraftKings. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plug for DraftKings. Yeah. Zach Wierenski. So there, maybe there is light at the Night. end of this tunnel. We're not pushing the panic button yet, but our fingers are on it, ready to push it at any time. But, boys, we need to start seeing a little bit more out of this team, uh, especially offensively and even defensively, uh, as, as Frank so eloquently pointed out. But thanks for listening again, guys. Another great episode, eh? Gentlemen, I love it. I love it, eh? Hey. 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 All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in next week where we recap everything that we just talked about, and it's probably going to be completely wrong because we suck at our jobs. Once again, follow the Twitter handle, Man in the Cannon. At Man in the Join. Cannon. The DraftKings contest. Join our DraftKings contest. And we'll see you next week. See you next week, everybody. Signing off. Go Jackets. Later, boys.